truth and transcendence. Brought to you by Yes, You Now with Catherine Llewellyn. Truth or Consequences, <laughs> Volume 52, Episode 52, Truth and Transcendence, Episode 52. This is Steve Inkey interviewing our hostess, Catherine Llewellyn, today on her 52nd episode of the podcast. Welcome. So thank you for allowing me the opportunity to help the world find out more about you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you so much for coming on. It's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll just say to everybody, this is our third take. And sometimes uh, it takes the shine off a little bit and to get going and to uh, pick the energy up. Um, Shifting from audio to video or shifting from not doing it at all to all of a sudden making yourself a bright presence in the world is a fun and direct challenge. What got you going? What made you decide to make podcasting? I, I think it was it was a combination of um, outrage at what was going on in the world with all of the lockdowns, which I personally uh, thought were absolute horror and a stupid decision. So I was outraged about that. Um, secondly, I was... Um, fed up and annoyed with being overly isolated for a long period of time, again, because of the lockdowns. And also, I, I just had not been having enough interesting developmental conversations with people over the period of time. So I felt creatively kind of squashed, probably a bit like an actor or an actress between roles, you know, you're thinking, well, who am I? There's a, there's a joke in my profession, which is you're only as good as your last piece of work. Yeah. And, well, and and you completely forget that you're able to do anything of any value whatsoever when you're not working. And it's, right. And, you know, I, I will say that for those who are practitioners of any kind, performers of any kind, uh, even, you know, parents, it's like you screw up all day long. We screw up all day long. And to have that all of a sudden wash over all of our gifts, all of our goodnesses, all of our successes is downright criminal thing that we do to ourselves yeah and you know to just take a moment to reflect even if you have to reflect on the one amazingly good thing that happened 20 years ago over and over and over until you can go well it was actually kind of fun today at the grocery store talking to bob the old checker or <laughs> yeah. it was really kind of fun today picking up the toys of the neighbor and putting them back on their side of the fence uh and seeing that cute little you know family over there these are wins that help us ha because yeah. I'll, I'll dovetail off what you were saying about being isolated from uh, the times we're in. Um, Suzuki has, uh, has said shine one corner of the world. And we've gotten so used to being able to go to London and to Brighton and to Paris and to New York and, and, you know, keep things rolling and then have friends all over and to, all of a sudden be told, oh, go back home and get, you know, be in your own little tiny neighborhood. It's like, it's a blessing, not a curse. Yeah. However, that blessing for you caused you to reach out from your little corner of the world and start talking to people. That's right. And I think another thing that fed into it is I've been listening to some 
amazing podcasters, which prior prior to the lockdown, I didn't listen to podcasts at all. And I was really confused. I thought, hold on, isn't this lockdown going to ruin the economy? It, surely that's not going to work in terms of the economy working if nobody's working, you know, or if the only people who are working are people in supermarkets or people driving trucks. This can't work. And, and what about people's health and what about people's well, mental well-being? This is all going to get completely screwed up with, with doing this. And I was kind of flailing around and um, I was talking to um, my ex-husband, Andrew, who's a, a bright guy, and he said, he told me a load of stuff about economics. I said, this is great. Tell me more. He said, no, watch these videos, listen to these podcasts, and then call me. I'm not going to do all the groundwork. So I listened to all these <laughs> podcasts about, you know, um, metals and real money and gold standard and all of that stuff. Fat bloke called Mike Maloney, who you may have heard of. Uh, brilliant, brilliant stuff. And it taught me so much about debt and everything else but which enabled me to kind of get a handle on what I was experiencing and, and that I wasn't mad that part of what I thought was wrong was wrong. And now I had more understanding of why that was. And I was listening to these people doing podcasts. Tom Woods, who some listeners would have heard, essentially a historian and then became a libertarian and now does these incredible episodes with all of these brilliant, brilliant people talking about what's going on and making it a real and a human conversation. Yeah, well, how the world works uh, is a broad thing. I mean, just, I mean, I'm opening an art gallery in Highlands, North Carolina, okay? A tiny village of 3,500 regulars and 35,000 semi-regulars and as many people as we can convince to come up here in between so that they can enjoy the beautiful nature lifestyle that we have going up here. And as a result, it's caused me to meet so many new and interesting people I knew nothing about. And then I decide, okay, I'll look at people's bookshelves. I'll go to the artists I'm going to try to represent. I'll look at their bookshelves. I'll see the books that they have. I'll take a picture. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, how little of the world do I even know about one subject? You know, and then you've got the Amazon and you've got, as you say, the metals and what the heck is bauxite for and what's Bakelite? <laughs> it's yes. like, oh, geez. I mean, it's just, it's so big. Yeah. And some of us, the biggest mechanical tool we're capable of using safely is a safety pin, you know, and, and <laughs> yes. others are are inventing things that go to Mars. It's mm. It's mind boggling. It is. So you've had some really great podcasts and, um, uh, you know, looking back on the year, what have been some of your favorite podcasts? Well, uh, one of them was a thing called The Unlimited Self. And that was a monologue episode. And I basically just talk around and around the notion that we are completely limitless, mm. that we are limitless. And, and I talk about when we think we're not limitless and, and what that's about and what it's like to feel limitless and what it's like to imagine in an unlimited way what is real and what's not real and what do we want. And what now, can that... you make the podcast available? Is it still available now? Can someone go yep. to your website and push that button? 
they can just go to my podcast on any podcast app and just find it in the list. Because I, I, I decided when I looked at the um, podcasting, how, you know, the technical stuff of how you do podcasting, which, by the way, I was taught that by uh, my new podcast buddy, Ruben, who's 27 years old, right? Ex-DJ, has his own brilliant podcast, creates all his own music. I mean, this guy is a genius. And I was like, I have no idea. Someone help me. And Ruben went, I'll help you. And he told me exactly what to do and told me how to find a hosting platform, et cetera, and which one to use and which software to use, the whole thing. Anyway. So can anybody who wants to start a podcast in their mind from listening to this call you up and say, hey, help me out? Totally. Well, I will help them. Totally, I'll help them. You know, (laughs) I mean, to do a good podcast, you've got to find... Yeah, call you Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah, totally, totally. You know, and I was actually thinking that the other day. I could actually teach people some of the basics now to get going. Why not? And also, a big thing, uh, you might have heard of a chap called John Lee Dumas, who does... He does a podcast called Entrepreneurs on Fire. And he, 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 like five days a week, he'll interview an entrepreneur. And he did this for years. I mean, he's now a sort of podcasting guru and puts out free uh, courses on how to do podcasts, et cetera. And he did this brilliant set on how do you find the context, the essence of what you're trying to do in your podcast. And that's how I came up with truth and transcendence because I really well, you better you better give me some advice real quick because I'm going to interview you and we don't want to come off too boring I guess Steve <laughs> I, I really don't think that's possible in your case <laughs> to come across yes, boring. Well, you know uh, what uh, I, I won't mention her name because uh she's a very famous person in England but I went around the world 20 times and did 800 live events of healing theater okay mm. and on about I think it was like number 775. I mean, it was right near the end. They had me to a, a, a very famous person in England's house. And there were about 35, you know, very brilliant, well-to-do people there. And she comes out and says, you know, Dr. Steve is going to wow and amaze you. And blah, blah, blah. she just <laughs> built me up, built me up, built me a buttercup. And went, "Padam!" And they all looked at me like, Ugh. <laughs> and it it fell flat for 45 minutes. It was like eating cardboard. Yeah. And finally I shifted gears and said, you know, you're responsible for this as much as I am. And 10 people got up and left. And the others that stayed became one of the best healing theaters ever. Yeah. And it was, it was a wild thing. So you just have to be a little careful sometimes about the setup. Yeah. So yeah. no promises here except to say, um, you know, I have a feeling that the people that you speak to and the audience deserves to be bigger, which is the suggestion on why live video or even tape video at first till you're comfortable is the way to go. Because um, we were talking in the first take about how, uh, someone said they just love the sound of your voice. Yeah, and I was saying to you right back, which I'll say live now, it's not just the sound of your voice. What makes a voice sound like a voice that we want to hear is the spirit and the soul and the mind, and the brain, and the emotions, and the physical are all lined up to deliver an integrated experience, a loving integrated gift of communication. 
Yeah. And you have that. And somebody could say, well, she's a natural. At the same time, <laughs> it's not natural to earn your stripes, to get the experience of pain and loss and success and failure and success and failure in love and in money and in education and in partying and in gardening. And, you know, around here where I am, people try to plant the peach trees and every year the frost kills the peaches at this altitude. You got to go a hundred to a thousand feet farther down to maybe get some peaches and 1500 feet down to pretty much get peaches every year. Mm -hmm. And it's, you have to be able to go through the experience of, 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 be, of becoming yeah. who you are. So that that being that speaks is trustworthy and compelling and lovely to hear. And you have that. Well, thank you very much indeed. That's a great compliment. And, and you're, you're absolutely right. And it's very interesting about the voice. Because one thing is, if somebody has got a voice like you're saying, everyone around them then assumes that they know what that person should do with that voice. But guaranteed, those people would never go and do that thing themselves. They're not going to fund it. They're not going to help the person to do it. They just want them to go and do it, right? So that was my reaction to begin with when people said do a podcast. I was like, I was like I'm going to butt in. I'm going to butt in and say their voice might not be ready. Yeah. However, if they have the money, or they have other ways of being a patron of a risk taker and gift giver like yourself, that they should help you. That they should, somebody should be listening to this podcast today who has plenty of money and says, yeah, I wonder if, wonder if Catherine needs anything, you know, does she need Zoom Pro for 20 quid a month? Does she need a lighting kit? Does she need a little camera system? What would help her to be able to get her message out? Or does she need a marketer? Does she need a better website? Does she need somebody who understands Instagram more than she does? So that more people can get this message. And if, if, if somebody's listening to this and goes, well, I kind of fit that. It's like, you know, let Catherine know, you know, give her an anonymous gift of a hundred quid or call her up and say, Hey, it's me. And I happen to be really, really good at podcasting or really, really good at Instagram or Twitter. And let's get you a feed going so that you can become a little bit more of a fina because I can just say from my personal experience of knowing you and of knowing some clients that we both shared that people's lives are enriched. Yeah. But I'd like to support that, which is one of the reasons why I, I said I'd be happy to interview you on this episode. Well, thank you so much. I mean, yeah. th th there was something else I'd like to say about voice, which is kind of just, just come Please up very, do. Very I interrupt. recently. Um, my friend Ruben actually inter interviewed me on his podcast a little while ago, mm. and he was yeah. asking me the story of how I became someone who does the work that I do. And one of the things I did right at the very beginning was voice training. I, I trained people in voice. Oh, really? And, and we talked about that. And since then, I've had people contacting me who've listened to that episode saying, Catherine, that's really interesting to me. I really want to develop my voice. How do I do it? And I had a chat with one of my teachers, an energy healing teacher, and she said, Catherine, that's not surprising because people now are going to be trying to find their true voice. And that's going to be an increasing thing over this next period of people trying to find their true voice. And I thought, fantastic. She's, of course, she's absolutely right. Of course, that's 
now starting. We can do an entire episode on embodiment and embodiment of voice. Yeah. Because it's one thing to, you know, become a DJ and practice your ability to say, and now live from New York, it's Johnny. You know, it's, that's one thing, but on another level to be able to stand in the full passion of your own being and not be disturbed by that passion, just let it keep you alive and at poise and upright and in right posture while essence can flow through you without you getting in the way is a true art form. Yeah. And you know, you don't, people think that if you have a really high IQ or you're a doctor or a PhD or a conductor of symphonies or whatever, that you somehow hold the entire thing, all data in you at once. You've got the encyclopedia of your subject in your brain at all times. It's not that way. No. You know, any, anybody listening already knows it's not that way. That you it's there for you. The subject is there for you as you speak, but you don't have to contain it. Yeah. What you do have to be able to contain is essence itself so yeah. that it can use that essence vessel as a receiver to give the information to that gets fed out to the audience that's listening and that exactly. wants to hear it. Yeah, exactly. And in fact, that's one of the really interesting things I've experienced doing the podcast. You know, when I started doing the monologues, every single one I did beforehand, I would be there ready to go. And I'd have this tranche of stuff go through my mind of why I shouldn't be doing it, why I wasn't qualified, wasn't good enough. It's self-indulgent, this, that, and the other. And then there would be another bit of me that would go, yeah, thanks. And now I'm going to do it. And I would just do it. And now here we are live. And, And I would just start talking and just keep talking. And the high, and I'm, I don't mean like um, a stimulus high, I'm talking about a genuine high of being alive that comes yeah. from noticing all of that stuff, all mm-hmm. that doubting, self-doubting, censoring stuff, and saying, I'm doing it anyway. I'm doing the hell out of this anyway. And every single week, every single week, every single week. And there came a point where I broke through something to the point where doing it every single week then became natural. Sure. And it I'm going time. to invite I'm going to invite people listening to this podcast to do this in their own personal life. Yeah. Because some people, some parents don't even feel like they can talk to their children or their parents or their neighbors. Mm. They're shy. Me personally, there are times I don't feel good talking to other people and yet I do live events for a hundred people at a time, or I go live and I do them on live for hundreds of people at a time on video, on live TV or live Facebook live or whatever you call it. So taking what we're talking about here and applying it to a boss talking to their team, to their yeah. secretary, to their board of directors, uh, to their husband, to their wife, to their um, children. So those school teachers, if you practice the art of embodiment, the art of letting your highest and lowest meet, the the art of letting the spirit and the soul and the mind and the Atman and the physical all be an event that poises itself with an equipoise of being, not with thoughts, Mm. not with 
particular feelings. Just a being like bing, on the point. And from there, does your best in that moment to communicate. Sometimes like Thor and sometimes like a ballerina and sometimes like a wobbly goofball. And you never know what you're going to get until you open your mouth and start speaking that you can actually learn how to enhance your personal relationships in the same way you could develop a podcast in the same way you could become a poet that's willing to read their poetry on Saturday night at the open mic in the same way that you can, uh, you know, be a foreman on a team. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and that, that there's an essence of that thing where you're talking, you know, you're going to broadcast it. I mean, you don't have to, but, I wasn't doing it live, but I w- it was my intention to broadcast it. And I don't know what I'm going to say. And I'm still talking. And, but, but I'm connected to my gut and my experience and my feeling while I'm talking. So I'm not talking just theory and information. Kind of like life. <laughs> exactly. Well, like life when I'm uh, open, to being open to my own vulnerability, when I'm open to my own feeling and, and being affected and affecting at the same time. And of course, the yeah, other the, well, the, the thing that was a big, the main challenge for me, I would say, well, a main challenge is that for years, I've been working as a coach and a facilitator and a group leader, which is always in relationship. It's always in interaction. So then doing a thing where there's nothing coming back while I'm talking, and I is entirely reliant on my own energy of keeping going mm-hmm. and not reliant on someone else coming back. And then I'm building on them and they're building on me and build, et cetera. It was very important to do all the monologues before I started having guests. Oh, I, yes. had to, I had to kind of build that strength to, before I could start having guests. I agree. Interesting process. I did uh, three years of television of my own show weekly, eight to nine on Thursday nights live uh, in Aspen, Colorado, which is a, the valley has between 20 and 30,000 people that station can reach. And I was a guest. I was invited to be a guest on somebody's show. Like you invited me to be a guest on your show. So I, I did this show and the guy who owned the station said, you have a show. <laughs> and, <I> went, what? <laughs> and they said, here's your time slot, primetime Thursday nights, you're on. And I went, okay. And so I just, to the show. And I did over half the shows were me and the cameras one-on-one, nobody there. And, um, and yet I could sense all the viewers. Yes. And then I'd interview guests and some of them were great. Some of them bombed terribly. And some of the times the subject matters were, you know, risque. And sometimes they were way off the deep end and almost always they were about transformation, truth and transformation. So, you know, we're here to help each other magnify and magnetize and become magnetic to that which we're to become magnetic to, which might be different than what you want. You know, it's like mm-hmm. there's an old saying, you won't always get what you want, but you get what you need. I think the yeah. Rolling Stones even really saw it. Yes. Yeah. They didn't invent the phrase. Okay. And in the process of it all, to be able to be somebody who can surrender to what is happening. And be with it is a real art form because that's where the shift goes from whatever has been magnetized to becoming radiant within it. And it's been said that transcendence and transformation and radiance go together. 
So when you transform, transcend, transpond, receive, transduce, all these transes of energy coming in into something that can radiate out, you become a very different human being. Yeah. A a transcendent, a transformational presence radiates and gives off a quality of synthesis or even disintegration. Just the ability, you have to start somewhere. If you're disintegrating and falling apart and you become radiant, it has to start somewhere. So, you know, there's an old saying, if you leave, when you get a few hard bumps, at least you know you're out of the rut. Yeah. And so as Catherine and I are talking here, um, we're going to do something different than we've done or she's done on the first 51 podcast. And that is we're going to take a break. We're going to allow ourselves to move this into different sections so that if you're uh, driving or you have appointments and stuff like that, that this will be a break, and we're probably going to do two or three uh, sections today on the podcast. So we'll take a break for a moment, uh, time for a commercial, and we'll see you in a moment. You've been listening to Truth and Transcendence, the regular weekly podcast from Yes, You Now with Catherine Llewellyn. For more information, head to yesyounow.today forward slash podcast.